know what that is? Discipline. Selfish. No joke. We're legitimate. Do it. Do it 100% because I'm trying to. We recognize that we are limitless. Gotta be a champion, become a champion, right? Winning is a habit because we create habits that lead to good execution and success. Welcome to the Coaches Show, episode 16, the off-season wrap-up and the Las Vegas pre-show. I'm Coach Mike Bianca of the New Orleans Hurricanes. With me is my co-host, Coach Ryan Gray of AC Diesel. We have a very special show today. We've got Coach Kevin Bradhauer of San Diego Dynasty, Coach Shane Pastana of LA Ironmen to break down the offseason and make our picks for the upcoming NXL Event 1 in Vegas. But first, as you've probably noticed, we already have a guest pulled up, Tom Cole, president of Major League Paintball, to share some exciting news going into Vegas. Tom, welcome. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Glad well, Tom, to let's talk about Vegas. Yeah. Let's talk about so, Vegas. Yeah. So first brutal, event of the year. I'm going to say it's brutal. Um, we have a, a huge team count. It's the largest non-World Cup event ever um, by a lot. Um, we already have 274 teams paid. Uh, last year, the first event had 239. And, um, you know, and we have a lot of people sign up, like, when you just look at straight team count. A lot of that includes like three man and 10 man, and a lot of those Sunday only fun divisions, which people don't sign up to the event till the event. But if you just look at our divisional X ball numbers last year, we have 99 and this year we have 157. So it's a pretty impressive increase in, uh, in team count there. So we're pretty happy. I'd say the trend line is going in the right direction. It is. It is. Yeah. I mean, I'm a little, you know, it's daunting that many teams um, in Vegas, so but it should be exciting. It's pretty cool. Um, so we're also excited. You know, we have the award show, which is the first time we've done that, um, and I'm and the summit, which also I'm excited about. I'm sure there's a learning curve on both of those things, having never done either one. But um, I think it's going to be neat. It's going to put us the right step forward. So with how I mean, I don't want to say success yet because we don't know, but. Um, would you attribute things like the award show and the fact that you're doing the summit and a lot of field and store owners are going to be there anyway, that they possibly came to this first event because of the summit? Um, potentially, I would say that's smaller. I think we just, you know, last year we ran a good series. We had a lot of good events. Um, I, you know, it just builds on itself. Like, you know, we started this journey, uh, 2015, somewhere in that ballpark and, uh, you know, it's just a lot of steps, right? And we've misstepped occasionally, but now we're starting to get our foot forward. And every time you take a step, you get further along and, and the more teams that touch us, the more teams that keep coming back. Um, when we first started, I had saw, you know, in the PSP era that we were, we turned over a lot of teams fast. Um, so we were bringing in a lot of new teams. We were losing a lot of existing teams very rapidly. So my goal when we started the NXL was to try and keep the teams to stay a couple years longer and that would fill that pipeline and with that same amount of new teams coming in. And so I think we've been pretty successful in keeping the team staying around longer. So well, you're doing something happy. right because it's, it's fascinating to me because all I hear about is how tournament paintball is dying. 
that's all I read. Tournament paintball is dying. Yeah. And, and, you know, and we're, we're doing it wrong and we're doing all these things and it's counterintuitive because usually I, you know, I've lived a little while and when you talk about disposable income and bad economies and et cetera, usually paintball takes a major hit, but it looks like we're actually climbing. Yeah, I mean, I do think we're benefiting from the COVID bump, like a lot of fields and stores saw increase in people playing during COVID. And so that typically takes a couple of years to go to our to, to see them in the tournament level side of things. But, um, you know, once again, if you give a good product, you know, and it's consistent, you, you know, you're going to retain customers to start to gain new ones. So I think it's it's a good step. And, yeah, a lot of the people that I, I see that stuff online too, like the best era of paintball and it's been dead since 2003, they're just they're just remembering with rosy goggles the way it was back then right the events were a lot smaller i went on this like journey to try and like get team counts from old time and even events that i was at that i thought were epic i was like wow 124 teams that seems so like you know a letdown now but back then it seemed big right so it's the expectation has definitely changed as far as team counts are concerned i mean world cup was 600 and Let's just call it 600. It was over 600. But um, I mean, that's that's more than some professional leagues ran an entire year of teams. So it's awesome. It's crazy number. Crazy number. It's good numbers. Yes. Well, I know one of the big driving things you guys have been trying to do is is expose your base and trying to get more eyes on paintball. And we've talked a lot about viewership and getting viewers. I understand that you've taken a step there. Yeah, so we just picked up Caffeine TV as, a, as an outlet for the game. So we are supplying the matches from last year to try and drive some engagement and try and spark some interest and see how it does in the in the regular world. And Caffeine TV is a – Fox is putting out their model to try and try, uh, you know, a, a, a fast channel, basically a advertised-supported channel. Um, the – the like the weird secret of it's called ott right everything's called ott over the top is what netflix and and all these different streaming channels that's their bundle title um none of them have really found a way to make money um except for netflix so this this splitting of all the services and getting away from cable they have not really come up with a business model that's working and so one of the big things that people are trying now is fast channels which is a advertising based channel which is basically like old linear tv used to be but right. now online with, with commercials based in it so um actually when i watched the super bowl you know i could pick what commercial i wanted to watch i think it was the super bowl um and what that was pretty neat right so um this is fox's version of that to try and you know test the waters and so we met them at one of the shows we went to and they decided to take our stuff on so we're pretty excited about it. Um, every little step we take is a good thing. So you, you said that um, they're playing last year's matches. Are those being pulled out and split or is it is it split deck? It is still split deck. It is still okay. split deck. We're, we're currently working on trying to have the finals made into a regular show, a post-produced show. Um, and we'll see how that does. Okay. Mike and I've talked about uh, we're going to film – kind of a 15 minute explanation um, for viewers who are watching split deck so that they can have a little bit of an understanding that we'll hope people will use uh, where we kind of show, like we talk about the scoreboard, we talk about the teams and which side they're on and how that we flip back and forth from blue side to red side. And 
uh, flags and those kind of things. So we're, we're going to try to do something to help a little bit with the understanding that people can just like send to mom and dad and, and, um, maybe that's something that you guys can use to help people before they go watch things like that. So they understand. Yeah, that would help. I talked to, um, once again, one of the trade shows I went to, I talked to one of the people that were doing Fortnite gaming on, Mm -hmm. you know, televising Fortnite gaming competitions, tournaments. And, um, they, and I watched a little bit of it. It was like confusing as all hell. And uh, they said that's they spent the first couple years being forced to spend a lot of time trying to explain it till they could build up an audience. And yeah. they felt like that's one of the things we really needed to concentrate on was trying to explain what was going on. Because I'm showing him paint, tournament paintball and he's showing me tournament Fortnite, and both of us are lost watching the other thing. So um, yeah, right. Yeah. Learning curve. Yeah. Well, so I know another big focus has been <clears throat> really trying to drive outside industry, sponsorship, um, participation in our league. I understand maybe also you got some news. You're setting these up, right? Um, I am. So, yeah. (laughs) Practicing very hard. That's why I'm a little haggard today. I'm tired. Uh, We had a a good meeting today with Hertz Rental Car. So we have signed a two-year deal with Hertz Rental Car um, to be the name sponsor of Major League Paintball in the NXL. Um, we'll have an official press release going out in the next couple of days. Uh, we have to go through a couple of little hoops with corporate and legal, um, to make sure everything's working, but, um, yeah, it's official. We will be the official Hertz league. So, um, I think it's the first time, first time in a long time, I guess I can't speak for the entire history of paintball, but in a long time that we've had a major outside sponsor, um, really committed to, uh, the league. So, I, I mean, we're super happy about that. And, I, and Chris Hudson and Todd Adamson were instrumental in making this happen. So, big shout out to them. But, um, yeah, it's a big step forward for us, for sure. Big step. Yeah, they've been so talking a lot about it kind of on every show they've been on, but doing it in an incredibly vague way. <laughs> they've done a good job. Yeah, I'm well, sure you, you, guys get into, the, you get into all the NDAs and all that kind That's of stuff. It, but yeah. I mean, they did a good job with it. And, and, in the end, it's really our consumers, right? Like the team counts are getting big enough to where it's starting to catch some outside attention, um, as well as shows like this. You know, all of this adds legitimacy. The award show. I mean, they're all steps that were taken to try and make us seem seem to, to make it so that we are more legitimate and uh, people on the outside can see how committed we are to making this a sport. So Hertz will be a named sponsor, yeah. So it'll be like this is brought to be you by. The- Major League Paintball Series brought to you by Hertz. Heck yeah. Man. So we're actually going to have – so you got to rent cars through Hertz. That's the big goal, right, is to actually show totally. them that we move. We already use them. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to have a special parking lot, uh, VIP parking lot, just for Hertz cars. To kind of uh, make it so if you rent from Hertz, you get to park right up front. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, we're excited. I mean, it, it, it was, I'm not going to, you know, it was, it was, it was a decent amount of work and uh, it's, it's a good thing. I'm glad we had it. I'm very excited. Well, congratulations to you and everybody who was involved in that. I mean, that's a huge step in the right direction. And, um, you know, again, as a fan and somebody who's trying to help you push this thing along, that's, that's a, it's a massive deal. Yeah. I think it's going to lead, you know, like it started with, um, you know, adding the spot bunker to the field 
And then suddenly we had people calling us about outside people calling, how do they get a bunker? And then it's just progressed to like more and more people being interested. So um, yeah, it's exciting. It is exciting. Like I said, and I'm just hoping that that leads us to more outside people. Like I actually filled out another application like last week sometime and they were like, you know, do you have any other sponsors? And I just put Hertz, you know, whereas before I would have put Eclipse, no one would have known right. what I was talking about. Right. right. So yeah. when you start seeing Hertz on the, on the thing, it legitimizes it a lot. So, and hopefully yeah. I mean, we run a lot of cars as an industry, right? Like our, we travel, yeah. we, we, we do a lot of stuff. So um, hopefully they see the needle move and, and, and this is the sports group we're with, right? It's the same group of guys that, you know, I don't, I wouldn't say they handle the NFL, but they're the official car for the NFL. The, you know, so um, yeah, so that's exciting. Very cool. We can just sling some cars. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're still going to obviously have parts of the paintball community that are going to be, they're still going to do the budgets and the Alamos and you know, the, for sure. for but sure. I, I mean, we'll obviously anywhere I go now and I've been, Pretty we loyal a, we to a, a different discount company. too. So, so it's a it's a twenty percent oh. discount. I don't even know if I'm allowed to say that, but yeah, it's a twenty percent discount. Um, you get a lot of other perks, like an additional driver free stuff, like that. So, I mean, there's a lot of reasons to use the the program. So, so you mean that paintball people don't have to violate their rental agreement any longer and let like nine people drive the car, even though they're not I'm, I'm not aware of any rental car <laughs> violations. But yes, they won't have to do that anymore. Well, and they don't have to try and sneak into the VIP if they just if they rent through Hertz, they can just park right in the special Hertz parking lot. That's fantastic. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't see the first major sponsor like that outside sponsor being a rental car company, but it's exciting to hear because that it's shows our natural in right all the travel for the natural end, like whether it's a hotel exactly. That's my point is that I I was I was getting to, but of course you know me I have to take this sorry um, no it's all good um no that's that's huge because like you said being able to say hertz rental car such such huge name recognition brand recognition that's going to lend itself to other companies wanting to hop in they're going to say hey there's something there there let's go dog <laughs> yeah <laughs> that means all right life. well man Thank you. And again, whoever was involved in that, getting that done, that's uh, that's really going to help push this thing. Uh, I think, again, it just takes one major, right? You get one major. I know the rest will be, uh, the second will be really challenging too. But now that you have one and you have now sat in the room, you've been at the table, you know what it's going to take now. Um, I, I mean, I can see more, right? Yeah, I always equate everything to sort of like how the finals go, right? Like first you're struggling the prelims and then suddenly you start making it to Sunday and then then you struggle again at that level. And then suddenly, you know, it's making Sunday is easy. Just making the final four is not that easy. And then you get to the final four and then, you know, hopefully you get the win and then that becomes a custom. That's kind of what I'm shooting for here. So, so we'll see. Some teams never do get that win, though. So I was going <laughs> to say, let's hope it's easier. Let's hope it's uh, easier than, than the analogy. Yeah, well, we're not up against Dynasty. You know what I'm saying? So, Some of us are. Some I don't even are. know who those guys are. <laughs> well, luckily, we've been around for a while. Well, thanks again uh, for coming on and sharing all this kick-ass news with us, man. We really appreciate you. And, again, go uh, celebrate with, uh, I don't know, some sort of cocktail and get some rest. I'm sure it's been a grueling one. 
Yeah, no, it's been a long, been a long year already, and we haven't even started yet. So yeah. So we'll see. All right, well, I appreciate all the work you guys are doing. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Man, That's how huge, cool. Huge, huge. And yeah. you heard it here on the coaches show. Yeah, cool. it'll, you know, the press release will probably will come out before this goes live, but I may have Jake pull this section out and uh, put it out kind of maybe the same day the press release is going to go out. Uh, but it's really exciting stuff. Really exciting stuff. Wonderful. Speaking so, of stuff. Yes. Yeah. So we've been talking about uh, in the last couple of episodes, how excited we are to really start digging into more kind of intellectual paintball content, not just kind of these interview things that we've been doing. And, um, you know, we now are like tomorrow, the layout drops, right? So we're going to have a live episode tomorrow, which we'll talk about at the end of the show. Um, We'll bring our guys on. What we're going to do is talk about, we're going to kind of grade some the teams off season and then uh, we'll make some picks. And then in our post-event show, which will also be live, we're going to uh, see who was right. <laughs> Hello. What's happening, boys? My jungle friends. <laughs> All right, Coach Dean Pastana. Coach Hello. Kevin Bedauer, welcome to the show. Thank you for having us, for having me. Yeah, yeah, both you, you hear that kick-ass news from Tom? Yeah, the, the Hertz thing is super interesting, and I don't know about the other thing, really. So, But I'll, I'll look into it after this. Yeah. No, I think it's, it's huge. pretty cool. It's huge. Yeah. It's going to be, yeah. I mean, you know, definitely he's going to put us on the map, I hope. Well, I'll tell you the other thing that was really impressive that he mentioned, you know, with the X-Ball teams, 99 at the first event last year, 157 at this event. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, I mean, that's a massive increase. That's, I, 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 I think there's, I think there's one reason though, like Shane and I know being on the West coast, like the WCPPL. Is that I, I always get the letters yep. wrong, but it's right. really big out here. And and like a lot of those teams I know are at least playing Vegas because, you know, they want to go to an NXL and there hasn't been any West Coast events for a really long time. So I think it's I think it's cool. Like there's one finally here. <laughs> so. Yeah. Twenty twenty one. I think we went to Vegas. Right. Correct. Definitely been. It's uh, definitely been a while. No, it was, it was 2020 because it was before COVID. No, I came back in 2021. We went to Vegas. Yeah, 2021. We did. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just nice to be in our own time zone for once. We get, you know, <laughs> we're always yeah. going to the East Coast and just. Oh, you got the 8 a.m. game. We're like, oh, great. 5 a.m. Yeah, awesome. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, let's go get them. You know, so, yeah. And it's Vegas. I mean, come on. So, yeah, I think I think SK's right, though. The, you're, we're going to see a lot of teams from, the you know, the California circuits that normally don't follow that, that will come out. And I would imagine some of them will do pretty well, uh, actually, at the mm -hmm. event. You know, probably surprise a few teams that teams have never really heard of some of these teams that are out here that, don't travel. They just play in in state more or less. The regional events should be good. Yeah, we went and played a couple of WCPPLs uh, in our D two and semi pro year, where we'd bring some developmental guys in. Yeah, it's incredibly competitive. 
Very yeah. really yeah. competitive. So I actually played one under Coach Shane Pastana. So, and you played really well. We're gonna say it again. He always brings it up because he played so well at that event. You know, you know, you know, he brings that one up. No, he played. He shot a lot of guys that weekend. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, and that was in Vegas. That one was actually yeah, in Vegas. That was. Yeah. 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 No, that was a. Yeah, he played really good. He was in the snake a lot, which is kind of his body's still probably paying for it. Yeah, you, you yeah. knew it was a bad time. You know, Bianca, get in there to it and take the snake. <laughs> yeah, go get go get in their kid. He's like, wait, I'm not a kid anymore. I'm like, go get in their kid. You know? so, yeah, it must have fun. been like the best event of his career because he's talked about it every time you've been. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, it wasn't. The, it wasn't the best. That, but but it was, it was one of the most memorable because it, it was, was such a good time. You did good, buddy. You know that. You shot a lot of people. Yeah. So you know, and you you definitely had a little mojo going with you. So yeah. <laughs> Event, you remember those events like that when you when you you know everything kind of works out and you you're kind of on point and it slows right. up for you you're like yeah i like that event that was fun yeah, that yeah. Was fun. we've all had those you know and then we've had the ones that are it's real fast and you're playing catch and you're like man i don't i don't remember that event at all i don't know what you're talking about it's like know, i'd much rather even... fight the the walking dead zombies than the world war z zombies yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> We don't like the World War Z ones. <laughs> no, we don't want those. <laughs> yeah, well, let's, no let's dig into these brackets. So <clears throat> the way we'll do this, we'll, we'll go bracket A, bracket B, bracket C, bracket D, and we'll go down the list of each team. Uh, Shane, I believe you have bracket A. Uh, so we'll let you kind of talk about off-season moves made by each team, give them a quick grade. Um, and then we'll move on. And at the end, we'll kind of talk about what our thoughts are about Vegas. It's tough to do these without uh, seeing a layout because I do think sometimes layouts make a difference for teams. But we're going to make our picks nonetheless. And then uh, what I thought we would do, too, um, if you guys are cool with it, we're, <laughs> we're going to turn this into a competition. So Perfect. I'm going to keep track. Yeah, I'm going to keep track of each coach's pick when we do this show before each event. And then uh, at World Cup, uh, and we won't know, of course, the World Cup thing, but we'll take the first four events, and whoever has the highest score uh, can pick something maybe that the other three guys have to, to wear or do something at World Cup. Are you guys cool with that? Yeah, I, I don't care. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that, like, yeah. You guys. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, have, you saw the Super Bowl picture, I think. So. Uh, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah. I thought it was pretty good. So yeah. it was great. Yeah. It was I great. thought that was your real mustache. <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely a good look for you there, SK. No. All right, Jane. I think All you right. have bracket A. I am in bracket A. Um, put me first up. Put me on the spot. Um, so we got Dynasty, X-Factor, Red Legion, um, AC, and Blast Camp. Um, first off, wow, right? That's a – that's you know, and we, the, you know the, the old saying that Maddie's used to say that bracket of death, and I, I think all the brackets now are kind of rough, you know, but this is, this is a rough bracket. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it, you know, and we get, you know – Blast Camp comes in, you know, their first event um, as a pro team, and it's kind of 
Well, actually, it's swimming in the deep end right off the bat, boys, you know, and baptism uh, by fire. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, um, we practiced against uh, Blast Camp last year before World Cup, and um, they're a good team. They're a good team, and I think that they're going to surprise teams. You know, um, we'll see how they handle being under the lights, per se, you know, and being in this grinder bracket. But I think they're going to, you know, would I say they're going to go out there and, you know, win a bunch of matches? I, I You know, that's hard to say, but I definitely think they're going to be in every match they play. I think they're going to be competitive. And I think that's, uh, you know, they like the offseason moves, there wasn't a lot going on with them other than their whole team made a big move and made a big jump um, as far as they go. Um, so, yeah, I think it's, let's see how they handle the pressure the way I look at it for them. And then um, and then we go to AC. Um, AC's been busy. You know, they uh, picking up Cody Mikowski and uh, picking up Renee Rod- Rodriguez. Um, I mean, we all know what you get with with Cody. You know, he's a, he's a great ad. He's, um, he's a quarterback. He closes games. He's smart. So he's definitely going to, you know, he's going to add that, that dynamic to that team that, you know, it creates consistency. I guess that would be the best way I would look at it, you know, and Renee, I really don't know much about we're talking to the coach, um, we, which we kind of know here says that he's, uh, you know, his youth and I've got a Sean Connery vibe. Thing yeah. Around. Yeah. I, yeah. So, but um, yeah. And then, um, yeah. So I think adding, you know, depth and youth with is always a good thing for any, especially a high level team as AC. And then they added this, this character that we all kind of know, you know, and, um, and, you know, he's, uh, I think he's going to help him out a lot, you know, and, and I think we're a little biased because we know what he's capable of doing. We see what he's done in the past and, you know, I'm going to give you love, Ryan, because I think Mr. Gray is going to do, uh, going to do some damage, you know, and uh, definitely make this team a force and definitely, you know, that, that fourth tier team in the bracket, you know, the upper teams are probably like, damn, had to be AC. I, I, I would be saying that if I was them, you know, um, so we'll see. You know, um, so, you know, we'll, you know, we'll go from, to Red Legion from there. I'm kind of going up the thing. And their one big move was J-Rab. You know, um, that starting line for the Legion can beat anybody. Hmm. You know, we've seen that. We've seen that, you know. But the problem I saw last year was it being consistent because guys get worn down you know, whether, you know, guys getting shot up and then they have to add pieces that were, you know, I wouldn't say they weren't great players, but they just weren't at that, with that starting lineup that they had for Russian Legion and adding J-Rab adds depth as a veteran leader, as a guy that, you know, he's, you know, we know everyone knows what J-Rab can do out there. So it's going to be interesting to see how that um, transfers onto the field, the way I look at it, you know, how are they going to, how are they going to gel with them? You know, that, that they're a pretty tight knit group. And I think, I think J Rab's going to, I think J Rab's going to help them. I really do. But, um, you know, but it's one move. So it's not like a, you know, a lot of crazy moves, you know, like going into the X factor, a lot of movement, not as much movement as us, but a lot of movement on that team. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we, we had a hand grenade on my team. So, you know, I'm sure you guys will touch into that, but, you know, losing LJ, losing Cody, adding, you know, Ryan, Matt Jackson, Axel, and Tim Stissel. Um, mm-hmm. 
That's yeah. Um, that's a lot of movement and a lot of, um, I, I, you know, people are saying about me, about our team is, you know, I'll bring, I'll bring it back to, you know, our, like, how are we going to gel and how are we going to bond? I think for X factors case that franchise knows how to win. They know, you know, it starts from top to bottom ownership, coaching staff's great. They all understand the game. The staff is the most one of the most professional staffs out there, you know. So I think the transition with that many moving parts is I wouldn't say it's going to be seamless. I mean, I guess we'll find out in, in Vegas, but I think it's going to be the X factor we're always used to seeing consistent, consistent Sunday team, a consistent team that's always tough to, you know, I mean, we've all played them. They're really good and they have a lot of really good players. Um, but it is a lot of, a lot of pieces. So, you know, and, um, you know, when we, when we, we see that sometimes and, and I'm going through it right now with my team, obviously, you know, um, so I, it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out for them as far, as far as I see it. And then there's dynasty, you know, um, F and dynasty. Let's go with that. Uh, <laughs> 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 you know, they, they, they lose Mikey, you know, Mikey arena. And, um, yeah, and I think he had a really good year last year. And I'm sure SK would attest to that. And um, and they added Danny. Um, and I mean, honestly, until Dynasty decides they don't want to be champs anymore or someone else steps up to beat them, they're still the team to beat in our league. That's the way I see it. And they've been the best team and the most consistent team for a long time. And it starts from the top with SK, you know, steering the ship of, you know, a lot of, a lot of, you know, alpha men and a lot of really experienced, you know, especially in the sport and leaders. And, um, you know, they, I mean, honestly, you, you know, you want to give, you know, you want to give them a grade. I mean, they're still the champs. So they're always going to be an A plus as far as I'm concerned, you know, and they will, uh, they will definitely be a force to be reckoned with. And, you know, I'm talking to Marcelo earlier in the off season. I, I feel that, you know, adding Danny just gives them another reason to refocus and let's, let's get Danny some W's and let's, you know, let's give this guy two more wins. I mean, so it's kind of a, it's an interesting dynamic. The, the leadership of that, of that team, I, you're always going to have a little bit of turnaround, but you know, with players in the off season, I think sometimes for that team, I think they might excel off of it and make them even stronger, which is scary for the rest of us. You know, that's kind of the my breakdown of the division. Um, and you know what? I'm glad I'm not in this bracket because it's <laughs> it's really rough. And I, I I hope you guys all do well. You know, and um, you know, I didn't know if you uh, want me to elaborate any more on some of the you know grades on all these teams. I I I, I have a hard time grading them because. There's the unknown, like you said, the, the, the layout comes out tomorrow. So how's that going to shake out? Um, how they, how they actually, you know, how they adapt to the field with all the movement. Like I'm talking about X factors, a lot of body changes in there. How's that going to work out for them? You know, how's Bass Camp going to play um, in the step up? But we all know how Dynasty is going to play. And, and I think, um, I think it's going to be a good bracket. I think it's going to be rough. I don't well, think, envy you boys. Think less about 
how you think they're going to do in Vegas and more just about how would you grade it changes or not making changes okay. for each group in the off season. So like dynasty, you said a plus. Like, well, they're all, yeah. 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 Danny's yeah, a all, great addition. Yeah. I think they're always going to be a plus until we knock them off their, off the peak of the mountain, you know? So yeah. Like, and you know, when we go to X factor, um, I, you know, Losing those two players, LJ and Cody, I don't, you know, there's no, there's no way around it that hurts, but they added depth. They added offense, um, you know, and it kind of, it was a, you know, with Axel, that's a, that was a big pickup, man. Axel had a good year last year and adding, you know, adding him and, you know, and you put him, you know, with Hill and Billy on the field and, you know, they, they, they can throw out a line that can beat anybody. You know, so I would probably give them a B plus, A minus, even though they lost two, you know, really veteran players. You know, I still give them that that a grade for the season. You know, a good I would give them a good off season because they, you know, losing players, but they addressed it. You know, through free agency, I guess you would say. Um, Red Legion was kind of quiet. Um, adding adding J Rab, I think is a plus. I think it adds depth. Um, but I mean, in, in all honesty. If I was them, I would have added more because I I was I was in the pits with them a lot last year and they played well. They and they they were you know they had but I think it it's hard to be consistent when you're rolling you know back to back points like that, and especially when weather comes into play. You know yeah. it always seems we find rain or if it's hot. You know I'd probably give them like a B minus. You know J Rabs is an A ad, but I th- I would give them a B minus because it. For me, I think I would have added a little more, tried to get, a you know, an, another veteran presence just to kind of take, you know, it, injuries or, you know, weather or just kind of take a little pressure off the coaching staff, take a little pressure off all the players to feel that, you know, and they're going to play a lot of the points anyways, and a lot of the guys spend a ton of points, but in the same breath, what if a guy's having a bad event, that kind of, you know, that depth drops off there. So for me, that's where I would put them at. Um, I would give AC a really good grade if they had a different coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get it. I get it. Yeah, no, I would think that you guys, the AC, you know, I'm, I'm going to give you guys an A, A, A minus solid. You know, I think that was a great move adding you. Um, and I'm not just going to blow smoke. I, I mean, you know, we know what you were capable of doing. And I think they, that, um, and I don't think that the problems they, I, you know, we practiced them last year and I don't think the coachings per se was the problem. I just think that it just wasn't gelling right for whatever reason. So was that a coaching problem? Was that a player's problem? But bringing you in, I kind of get the impression talking to you and just knowing how you are that uh, a lot of those problems are not going to exist anymore. Cause I just know how you're not going to put up with it, you know? And, um, and we went after Cody too. And uh, yeah, he's good, man. He's really good, you know, and he's, he's solid. So um, yeah, he's a, uh, he's kind of one of those guys that, you know, you, you refer to as glue, right. You know, he, he knows how to do it, you know? So, and then, yeah, no, I definitely give you guys a good grade. You know, I, I think that you would, uh, you know, that, you know, you, you got to go out there and do it too. Like, and I know you're hard on your guys and, 
you know, we talked the other day and you're like, yeah, you know, we can be better. I'm like, well, of course you can say that, you know, I know how you are, but I think, I think everyone knows what's coming from you guys this year. You know, it's kind of what we expected from him last year. I think we're going to see it this year. That roster stacked, yeah. you know, and um, actually had a good conversation with Mouse in, in LA and he was, he was really excited. So, and I was excited good. for him. I was excited for him. You know, we've, I've known that kid a long time. And with Blast Camp, I, you know what? I mean, how do I grade him? There wasn't a lot of moves. You know, let's, let's you know, right? They they come up to the pro bracket. Um, you know, will they perform like they did last year and be solid and consistent? I absolutely think they will be. You know, but um, until you get under, until you get under the lights, boys, you know how it is, man. It can, it definitely, it's a whole nother beast out there. You know, the refing's better. Everybody's faster, you know, and, um, you know, I think they'll do good, but I, I, you know, I'm going to reframe on giving them a grade because I really don't, you know, their off season's kind of still an, an unknown, you know, they graduated to the, they graduated the show. So it's, well, I'll give them an A for that. How's that? You know, but um, we'll see, you know, that's just still a wait and see as far as I see that, you know, but I think uh, for the most part, I think everybody did pretty well in this bracket, you know, I would like to see the, the the Russians maybe make another move, like I said. You know, yeah. if, if, if it was me, that's what I would have. And it's just, and honestly, it would have been to take the pressure off myself, you know, yeah. or off the coaching staff is what I, you know, you know, add depth to it, you know, so we'll see. But you know what? I wouldn't want to play them. I think they're going to be really good, you know, like they always are. So, you know. Any thoughts, then, Mike? Oh, sorry, Shane. I apologize. No, 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 you're good. You're good. I, I just didn't want, I didn't want to give uh, Dynasty any more love. I'm tired of talking about great things. Yeah, like those guys yeah. <laughs> get enough attention. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, Mike, any thoughts? Uh, no, I I, th I think he's 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 pretty accurate on a lot. I think Mike Urena going to Impact and and being replaced with Danny. Um, I don't think that hurts Dynasty too much. Um, it definitely uh, helps Impact. Um, I think when you talk about Blast Camp, one thing you got to talk about is their consistency. I think you've got a, you've got an excellent point there. The fact that yeah they didn't do a lot, but they were the second place team every event uh, last season. So there's a there's a drive there. There's a there's potential. So um, you know obviously Diesel not to blow in sunshine up you know up anybody's bahukas here, but I do think they have the right uh, leadership and position. Uh, someone who can take and wrangle some of those egos. And, uh, and I don't mean egos in a derogatory manner. Everybody on that team can back that up. So I think creating that culture, being that or, right, guiding that ship, being that tail and, and pointing it in the right direction and focusing the, uh, the issues they experienced last year, refocusing on the things that need to be focused on this year. I think AC Diesel is going to be a force to be reckoned with this season. And then, you know, X Factor <laughs> – Adding Axel, losing Cody is big, but I mean, adding Axel, Stetzel, you know, Mike Jackson, the way I look at it, you made an excellent point. The team already knows how to win, know it's required. They, if anything, it's not about being acclimated in that environment in that point, because the people they brought in are used to it as well. It's a matter of having a meeting of the minds and what those minds meet, it's on. So, I mean, that's, you know, when you got Ryan Brand at the at the head there, and and a and Colt Roberts and people like that that can just sit there and know what's what, there's there's not going to be any, 
there's not going to be any crosstalk. There's not going to be any, it's going to be straight to the point. Let's get it done. So I think X factor is going to be very dangerous this year. Um, so I think they did very well on that. And, uh, and I agree with you, Red Legion, uh, J-Rab, obviously adding uh, experienced uh, two out there, you know, an insert player that can be pretty much anywhere that can help, you know, maybe move move them in the right direction when it comes to uh, to play calling with the coaching staff, et cetera. Uh, I think you're right, though. I think they could have used a little bit more depth. I thought they would have gone after more. Um, if anything, brought on some more new blood to, to you know, raise up and coach up. But uh, But all in all, that is one heck of a bracket. When when AC Diesel and Red Legion are your, are your third and fourth tier team, <laughs> I'm like, well darn, you know. So no, I think uh, I think that's what that's going to be a fun bracket to watch. Uh, we were talking about it earlier. You know, I'm thinking maybe a wild card comes out of here, but then I start looking at those teams. I'm like, maybe every every match is so close you don't see a wild card coming out of here. So yeah. Yeah. You know, God bless him. SK, got any thoughts? I, I think it just sucks for Blast Camp. <laughs> it <just> super sucks. <laughs> like, I mean, you guys covered the rest of it, but this is the worst bracket you could possibly have. Like for them. Like, like I can't think of it. They're not a, I can, you can order these however you want. This is the worst one you could have for them. So good good no luck. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, and, and I, I, I was going to say – go ahead. Yeah. I will say that I do like the fact that they didn't pick anyone up. I think that's a smart move. And I know they were looking for a coach too, and I think that's the smartest thing for them to do. When you add a bunch of people, it makes they, – they, they did really well last year. I know they didn't win, but they got there. That's the hardest part, like, you know, so I think that was – I think that's super smart for them and PB Fit. They really didn't – I know PB Fit picked up one guy, I think, right? And I don't yeah. think Blast Camp picked up anyone, but I think that's the right move. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. yeah I was going to say the only thing I thought, you know, if Blast Camp could have or would have picked up one, maybe veteran two, that may not have been painful. But the fact that they didn't, in my opinion, doesn't harm their grade. No. Um, I do like that they found a dedicated coach. I know that the, the guy who's been coaching him is kind of a player coach who really wants right. to play. And that never really works out too well. Cause he's not really hearts, not really into the coaching thing. And, and um, I thought the fact that they went and got a coach and didn't pick anybody up was great. Uh, yeah. I, mean, I think that was really smart that they realized what their, their weakness was, was not having that. And I, yeah, yeah. That, I think that's super important. I think you guys made a great move with Danny. Um, I do think it hurt losing Mikey because I know you put a lot of time into him. But uh, Danny's – he's a great player. Danny's great. Yeah. I think he'll fit in well. He's a, you know, he's, he's a little bit older. Um, the moves X-Factor made, you know, we're kind of missing Ryan Hoskinson. Uh, nobody's really brought him up. And, and I want to highlight Matt Jackson too, right? Like Matt, um, in my opinion, of the twos in the game – playing behind a snake guy, he is, you know, I put him in the top three. Like he's yeah. exceptional at that and knows how to win tournaments. Um, I think X factor got better. I mean, I know they lost some big pieces, but I think X factor got better. And if, if we get one of these weird layouts with a couple of snakes, they're ready. They got four snake guys, you know, Timmy's a snake player. 
Axel's a snake player. Ryan's a snake player. Billy's, I mean, at this point, they have two of the best snake players in the world. I mean, they're, you know, pretty ready. Um, and I mean, ready. I mean, he does. He doesn't play it in the U.S., but Axel plays the Doritos a lot in Europe too. So oh, it's like I, literally not a big deal. So it's I've like, made whatever. that comment several times that yeah. um, you know he he plays the Doritos a lot in Europe and and does great, right? Just as yeah. dangerous over there as he is in the Snake. Agree with everything you guys have said about Red Legion. Um, I will say though, if you go look at player rankings and the new stats that you can find on PB leagues, actually two of their rookie guys uh that are local well one's local and the other is from i believe uh, uh south america they were their two the, the highest ranked players for the year now those guys may have gotten spins and throwaway points that they won uh, but they were their two highest ranked players on the stats so they do have some pieces i also wish they would have gone and got one more front guy um, you know, to give some of those guys a break because they do like to spend those same five guys and now adding J-Rab really is six. Now they're going to spend six guys. I think that's going to get tough as the season goes on, especially if someone gets injured. Um, and, you know, I'm, I don't want to talk about my own team, but uh, other than, you know, I, I think some of the chaos that was created with AC last year, one, there was way too many guys on the roster. Um, so to lose three guys, uh, and really pick up two to go from 11 to nine makes a big difference, right? Allows guys to be able to get into tempo. Um, I won't have to try to spend, you know, find a place for 11 dudes on the field or have one or two guys who are never getting to play and kind of, uh, creating maybe a little bit of disruption. So, um, we'll see, right? We'll see. Totally agree with the bracket though. It is fucking brutal. That's going to be, um, but I will say, I believe that the teams coming out of that pool are ready. They will yeah. have been to war in the preliminary rounds and will be ready for Sunday paintball. So 100%. as a coach, I love a pool like that. I love a bracket like that. You know, some of these other ones might be, you get out of that you might have a really good chance of, of getting a lot of surprise on Sunday where you, you, you get shot from areas of the field that you didn't know you, you know, was going to happen. So Shane, nice job. Uh, we can definitely wing it sometimes. I think you guys yeah. gave me the, I think you guys gave me the easiest bracket. Let's be honest. <laughs> well, give the, give the hillbilly the easy bracket. Let's go with that. <laughs> you're a really busy guy. So I wanted I to give you one. Yeah, I, yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> so I have bracket B. Uh, Tampa Bay damage makes no changes, um, which I think was the right move. You know, uh, why make changes to something that's not broken? Um, Infamous loses Thomas Taylor. So damage, uh, they get an A. Um, Infamous uh, loses Thomas Taylor, makes no other changes. Uh which I think also is pretty smart. Uh, infamous, it seemed like at World Cup, you know, they they were my dark horse kind of coming out of the preliminary rounds, you know, sort of um, stayed a little maybe too one-dimensional at World Cup going into Sunday and didn't make enough changes. But I think that group is starting to play pretty well together. Um, I'm going to give them an A for not making any changes. The Canes, zero changes, right? See, Shane, this is actually the easiest bracket. This is the easiest one. Well, you have the train wreck coming up, so that's okay. 
Yeah. So the Canes, uh, I'm going to give the Canes a B uh, only because I thought Ter- they should have Terrible been. coaching. Terrible. Yeah, no. Awful. Ama- horrible. <laughs> great coaching, great leadership. But I will say I thought the Canes should have made one move this offseason. I think there was one player who probably and Mike and I have talked about it, uh, and I'm not going to put him on blast, but there was one player, in my opinion, who should have gone away, and they should have filled that space with somebody they could develop who would be helpful later. Because I don't think the player that we're talking about, I think he's at his peak and he's not going to get any better. But that's my opinion. Uh, okay, Notorious. So Notorious loses uh, Anthony Bowles, Michael Kovar, Alex Smith, Harris Hussein, and Renee Rodriguez, and me as a coach. Uh, they pick up Coach Grant Piani, uh, Matt Rao from Infamous, Zach Carter, and Magic Pasternak. Uh, the moves that they made picked up, like the guys they picked up, uh, Grant, I think will be fine. I don't, I don't really know an, anything about Matt. I uh, couldn't really find any uh, stats. I, I, I do. I do. Okay. Like he's, he, he lived out here before. So like I've talked to him a lot. So like he was just having a hard time getting any playtime on Infamous just because it was tough to get any playtime. So yeah. Right. And I know he just moved to like, I want to say North Carolina or something, but yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, but he didn't play much at all on Infamous last year. So I think that okay. was kind of an obvious move for him. Yeah. So uh, Zach Carter, same. I don't really know much about Zach. Uh, tried to find some video on him, and then I, I really couldn't. Um, so I do know that a lot of the Texas guys knew him, so maybe he lives down in that area and or has moved back into that area. Um, but I also heard he may be playing in Europe. So that's kind of a question mark. Maybe he's not on the U S team. It's kind of weird. And then magic is, uh, is an awesome pickup. Um, and they also picked up, uh, sorry, Michael Johnson, uh, who played semi-pro last year with, uh, Greenville growl. Uh, and he did play semi-pro with Austin notorious for a couple of events. Um, I think he's a good pickup, but um, he has a lot of development in front of him. Magic, in my opinion, is the pickup. That's the guy that I think adds the most value and depth uh, to that roster. I think he adds a solid uh, two to an already pretty good back line with with Markey and um, Paul Hubert. If he ends up playing the whole season, I think their back line will be really good. ABJ, uh, if he continues to develop, I think they're they'll be okay. Um, just because I don't know much about Matt and Zach, um, I'm going to give their offseason a, a C because of Magic. I think he was a really good pickup. Um, so I'll give them a C. And then Ironman. <laughs> the train wreck. The train wreck. Uh, Ironman loses. Oh, my gosh. Nick Slowiak, Clay Hughes, Jordan Boyum, Al Fernandez, Corey Field, Patty Gleason, Adam Gomez, and Tr- Chris Treegarthen. Am I missing anybody? Um, I don't. There's so many there. I don't know. Like, I, I, you know, yeah, one, that's two, not, three, four, five, right. six, seven, eight guys. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think that's yeah. Right, okay. Right? Yeah. And then picks up Tom Guest, Stephen O'Mara, Henry Sense, Zach Geiger, Damian Vasquez, Scotty Graham, Mitch Finley, and am I missing someone? I think you were doing pretty good there. Okay. Yeah. I think that's right. Tom Guest, yeah. Stephen O'Mara, Henry Sense, Zach Geiger, Damian Vasquez, Scotty Graham, Mitch Finley. Um, I'm going to give your off-season moves 
uh, a B and only because you made so many. I think you made great pickups. I think um, there's a couple of question marks on some of these guys, but I think you, just because you made so many, your your life is going to be really traumatic over the next few weeks. Few, a uh, few months actually. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't slept. Months. I haven't slept since before Christmas. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you made so like you know we talk about wholesale changes. You guys are like the poster boys for wholesale changes for the off season. Um, well, I will get to one other that obviously made wholesale changes because they were went from no roster to a pretty decent roster. But um, I give you a B only because you made so many changes and i think that creates and you mentioned this earlier it's really hard to get a team to create a good culture in a short period of time right it's really tough and when you're when you you rarely see guys that are twos and threes move teams right it just rarely happens you know matt jackson does it this year rainy did it last year um but it's rare that that happens because that's your foundation. And those are usually the guys that help to create whatever that culture is. Right. And now you picked up some guys that have played together, which is going to be really helpful uh, with Henry Sense, Stephen O'Mara. Uh, and I think Tom Guest will fit right in with them as well. Uh, I really like Scotty Graham. I, I think he's going to be good. Um, and then Mitch Finley, uh, another guy who I think is just totally underrated. And I think people are going to be shocked by him. I think yep. he's a solid dude, solid player. Uh, really liked uh, what I saw to him a couple of years ago in semi-pro. I thought he was a, a stud. So uh, I think you've got all the pieces, um, but good God, you made a lot of changes. Good God, you made a lot of changes. We were busy. Yeah, you were busy. Well, what are your thoughts uh, on B? Shane. <laughs> Shane, sorry. Oh, Shane, what are your thoughts? Um, for us, so far, so good. That's what I. That's what I'm going to say. We are. Um, we're coming together. We're playing pretty good paintball right now. Not great paintball, but we're playing pretty good. We're, um, you know, ironing out a lot of um, a lot of the little logistic stuff that happens with the team, the dynamics of the team, which all teams kind of have to go through yeah there's always the bonding and stuff but it's for the most part the the crew is getting along well and uh we're kind of figuring each other out and i think it's um it is definitely a work in progress but i think everyone's willing to work hard and i think that's kind of a definitely a step in the right direction i appreciate the b i would have given us a c just because it was effing chaos let's be honest you know so i mean in and i know i know i know what what's ahead of me and what's ahead and, and so do the guys they're kind of in reality you know they like hey man we got to work hard together we got to work together or this this is not going to work so they're all in they're definitely all in you know we had a we um were fortunate enough to go out and practice against the canes this past weekend and it was a great practice so it was a good you couldn't find there. a better team to play we get it it's fine. no yeah no it was great i mean other than the just them being too nice to us, I think it was it was a, it was an amazing weekend. It really was, you know. And um, yeah, so that was good. But um, I'm gonna agree with you on the top three teams. You know, less to sometimes more. That's a, definitely a dynasty saying. I know, you know, and I think that they uh, they are all really good teams. And um, as far as your grades go, as far as they go, um, 
with the notorious I, I i couldn't tell you you know if that was good moves or bad moves I, you know I, I think they might have felt they were necessary moves you know kind of like the way we felt they're necessary moves so that i feel they're yeah. kind of in the same boat as us both of it you know we play each other so and i both feel that we both have a lot to prove you know at this event and for the season you know so yeah. you know it's for, that's kind of the way i see this bracket going and um and this bracket's tough too man good teams you know so yeah yeah, yeah we're ready SK, we'll be ready. any thoughts um i mean not really. I mean, these teams didn't change other than the bottom two here. Like, they didn't change – those top three barely changed at all. So, I don't see a whole lot of difference there. Uh, Austin Notorious, I don't know those guys well enough to really be able to say much. And the Ironman, I mean, I mean, it's mean, but they got 19th place last year. You, you got to fucking change something. So, like, I mean, maybe that was too many guys, or maybe it was exactly the right amount of guys. I don't know. <laughs> right. yeah. So, so we'll I mean, literally, that, I mean, I, you have to adapt or change something. So, yeah. Yeah. Hand grenade. Yeah. Mike. <laughs> I, you know, I'm obviously Tampa Bay. There's nothing to change. Um, infamous. I don't think, I think you're right. I think that's a good assessment. Infamous is starting to really show some, you know, a gear shift, right? They're, they're no longer to steal a phrase, uh, bloody knuckle type paintball. It's now we're showing a, a, a greater expansion of, of discipline and, and approach to the game. They're evolving, I guess is the word I'm looking for. So, uh, the Canes, I, I, I concur that coach sucks ass, but, um, the uh, 28th place coach and out of 24 teams. That's the worst part. Yeah, I know 28. That was impressive. (laughs) Hey man, if I'm going to go for something, I'm going for it. Uh, But no, regarding that player, I want to see him grow. Uh, It's, you know, it's, we're deep now. So come on, let's, let's see him grow. Let's see, let's see that grow and let's make it happen. You know, one thing we did talk about in the offseason, we we did. We were in negotiations with some ads, and it just didn't work out. And a lot of those ads went to some major teams. So, um, and they're getting their they're getting a paycheck too, which good for them, right? We we're still broke as a joke, but uh, that being said, we're feeling pretty good. Uh, Notorious, as far as I'm concerned, the Pasternak pickup was uh, outstanding. He was one of the ones we were looking at. Um, He's a, he's a, he's a dynamic too. And he's going to add an element to that team that uh, I think he's going to fit in. Well, the team's very dynamic, uh, but he's, he's, there's an intelligence there behind that aggression and it's, he makes some really good reads and he's got some good processing speed. So I think that's huge. And the Ironmen, you know, I got to see them this weekend. Uh, if they keep their trajectory, they're on based off this practice, they're going to be, they're going to be a good team to go, you know? Yes. Big, big grenade, big explosion, bunch of new names. But the, I tell you, I enjoyed those uh, those Canadian guys. They're pretty cool. And um, and I think you're right about the Finley guy. The Finley guy impressed significantly, especially me. I noticed uh, almost immediately the first day. So I think the Ironmen, if you Shane, if you can keep them on that trajectory and you can keep them talking and behaving the way they were at practice, you're going to be in a good spot. They definitely yeah, you just got to. You just got to stop getting thrown out of paintball fields. You can figure that out. You'll be fine. Yeah, you know what? We're 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 just gonna 
just have to go to New Orleans every every practice because you know we just we just can't last at any any field out there anymore. You know because we're such mean guys, I guess. You know, I I I, ta- I, I gave you a warning when you got there, didn't I? You know, I, yeah, I, he put us in our he put us in check. You know, I mean, after I saw the fifty mosquitoes outside our house and it was forty degrees, yeah, the state bird. I was yeah. like, okay, definitely don't want to be here in August, but I'll definitely come <laughs> when it's not so hot. Yeah, That's yeah, why yeah. yeah. So tough. Oh my, yeah. yeah, I was, was I was a little tough. nervous about the mosquito action. Yeah, yeah. you know. So and yeah. to clarify, I told them, I gave them a warning. I said, look, if any of y'all, any single one of y'all, laugh at me during practice. I will laugh with you. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that let's talk was, about uh, bracket C, Mike. I think that's you. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm kind of looking forward to talking about this because I I think I got a fun bracket to talk about. I think, I mean, let's let's dive right into to Houston Heat, third place overall last season, top six every event with two second place finishes. This is the team that's on the verge, right? You know, they're always in the hunt. They're right there. They have all the components necessary to be a championship team. They were a championship team. Uh, now with this leadership change at the top, bringing back Ryan Smith, who knows these guys like the back of his hand, um, you know, he knows how to draw the best out of them. I think if you look at their season, uh, let's just, you know, heading into this, they lost a damage by one in the quarters event one. They lost a dynasty twice at Lone Star, uh, first in the prelims, then, uh, a second time in the finals. They stumbled at event three at uh, the mid Atlantic, because I believe they even, they lost to the hurricanes um, in the prelims. And I believe they lost to the Kings, the ML Kings. I'd have to double check that, but I'm, but I'm pretty sure they went two and two at mid Atlantic, but they slide into Sunday. And with that second life, just like a championship team, recognizing they bring it back, losing once again in the semis to damage again by one. So they go on a tear at event four in Chicago. Uh, They look poised. Uh, they're playing like the championship team they're built to be. But again, um, well, they ran into damage. And, uh, you know, that that team was just executing well all season long. So finally, after not looking so good at the exhibition event at World Cup, they um, they would get, let's see, I, I believe they get the buys into the Commander Cup. And they, I believe they lost all three preliminary seating matches. And then they, they won as many game. games as you, Mike. That's right. Actually, we won. We won one more game than them. SK, you got my mistake. My mistake. My mistake. But remember, they were already had to buy in, so they lose in the quarters. They went zero and four, but they lost. That's right. So anyway, I think this team's hungry. Uh, (laughs) Jackass. I love you, brother. Uh, They did only play three in the prelims, though. You have to remember that. That's right. Um, Oh my gosh. but okay. Anyway, there's so many more responses I could come up with, but I'll stay on task. Uh, I think this is a team that's hungry, that's tired of being uh, denied. And uh, that's going to come out in Vegas. I think, I think they're going to come out and try and make a point uh, motivated and a uh, motivated and determined heat. Um, that's a dangerous thing. I think that's what you're going to see at this first event. Look for heat to impose their will and probably win this bracket. So um you know, no changes under the coaches. So I would, uh, and I'll give my grades here in a minute at the, after I talked about everybody else, but this is the one that I think that's really the most interesting to talk about is Baltimore Revo. Revo had a slow start to the last season, placing 15th at the, what the first two events, but showed steady upward improvement, making Sunday, the last three events. Now they lost to damage 
six to zero in their first Sunday appearance at Mid Atlantic, but they turned it around and lost to Heat by one in the quarters in Chicago after beating Impact in the Ochos, which that comes back to visit them. They finished uh, the season eighth overall, leaping the Hurricanes uh, along with Infamous because of our wonderful showing at, at Cup. Uh, someone was going to remind me or say something, I thought, but they didn't. No, I'm after, good. <laughs> after a tremendous performance at World Cup, because they really did have an incredible performance at Cup. I mean, I, I find it someone, you know, teams can hold grudges, right? So Revo beats damage in what could arguably be one of the most exciting games of World Cup, only to turn around and lose a nail biter to impact in the semis. So we could talk about momentum with this team heading into 2024, but it may have been stalled with the recent departure of Stephen O'Mara and Henry Sense to the Ironman rebuild. Uh, these were two leaders uh, and playmakers on the squad. So, but they did pick up Clint Moore of Lucky 15s, Devin Stewart, formerly of Heat and uh, Energy, Frank Antomaso, you know, quite the attacker. When you take those three, their experience and strengths and, and weigh it against players like Caleb Abel, Benny Carroll, Rob Velez, Elliot Weaver, I mean, that's a pretty capable core, right? Um, that's a good-looking lineup. Uh, I think if, if they're able to come together during the offseason, if Mike Jeffrey can get them all on the same page and and rein it all in and, and focus them in the appropriate manner, I think uh, they're going to do better than uh, some people are giving them credit for. So that's my take on Rebo. Uh, Miami Kings. In my view, this team has always kind of been in a position to play the spoiler, but – for some reason, they have a tendency to miss the opportunity, you know, to step up and, and win those games they should win. This was a team that was on the rise, uh, even if it was just for a moment, but consistency has been elusive for them, and to put it kindly. Uh, last year wasn't their best, making Sunday only once and just missing uh, Sunday uh, in two other events, taking, I think, 11th at Sunshine and at Mid-Atlantic, I believe. They were top 10 in 22, but – then bottom three in 21 and bottom five in 20, and they were almost relegated in 19 and 18. So it makes sense that they, they're they looking to rebuild, right, to to build around that core five, because I believe they kept their core five. Uh, get some new blood in there, mix things up, hoping to create that a new chemistry for success. Um, I understand they're taking eight. They only have eight, so it should be interesting to see how that rolls. Kyle Barry's a smart guy, right? And with the introduction of Harris Hussein, I'm interested in seeing how that dynamic plays out. Uh, I think it has a lot of potential, but I anticipate some growing pains along the way. Um, other than the Hussein pickup, I don't know much more about the new blood. Uh, with that, I don't have too much more to add. Uh, let's see what the new lineup has, uh, has what it takes. It should be interesting. Right. Now, Seattle Uprising. Look, I'm a, I'm a fan of Uprising. Ever since they beat my team at the 2015 uh, Dallas uh, PSP semi-pro final match in overtime, I've wanted those guys to see success. Um, call it Stockholm Syndrome, if you like. I don't know. Uh, it, it, but in the end, my psyche did get cured as uh, the Canes debut pro match in 22 against them kind of got a little bit payback. But enough about my mental state. Let's talk about uprisings. Um, thanks, Kevin, because now I'm all. Anyway, 13th overall last year, 12th year before, 16th and 21. Let's not count the COVID year as they missed one of the events. Um, 11th and 19th, I think. Uh, this is a team that has been together a long time. 
very few, if any changes over the years, uh, I'm, you know, this is a team you never know what you're going to get, right? The haymaker team is what I call them. You know, they throw everything at you, including the kitchen sink with the frozen pipes, denoting their capability of showing great feats of strength. And when it lands, it usually lands flush and it's good, but um, they're in the fight until they aren't. And adding Shane Howe this season was going to bring some seasoning, you know, to the flavor that is uprising. Um, you got Graham Arnold, Borromeo, Scott Knight all returning. The question will be what kind of temperature are they cooking with, right? It's, it's, I don't know. We'll see. Um, I'm hoping, I'm hoping to see a, a, a revitalized uprising. Now I get to talk about the other new team to the, the division and that's people fit. And this is an interesting story. I think if it wasn't for the resurgence of aftershock, I think there would have been a lot more conversation around this team. Um, if for anything else, just because of what the team accomplished last year in semi-pro, I mean, you, you just, uh, I just don't think we're going to see a repeated performance like that anytime soon in the semi-pro division. Absolutely incredible performance. They won all five events and correct me if I'm wrong, but they only lost one match the entire season. I believe that was at the second event in the prelims. Uh, that means they won what thirty-three out of thirty-four matches or something like that. That's, ex that's just extraordinary, <laughs> you know. So I mean, it's the the key to. <laughs> Don't Chris get out of there? I, <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying not. I was trying to ignore Chris, but he's, he's the man. Tell, please tell Chris I said hello. Um, we we want Chris's opinion now. He's on the show. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Show. You you need yeah. to bring him in on this. Um, here's, here's paintball fits key to success, recognizing what they're up against. I, I think, uh, I think they do, by the way. I mean, after all, they've been here before, uh, if their goal setting is solid, they should be fine. I think this is a really good bracket for them. Unlike blast camp. I think this is a good bracket for them. They can catch some of these teams off guard. If they, if they play to their strengths and they don't try to do something, they're not, they execute. Well, I think they have a real chance to impress if not just surprise. So, um, you know, given, given these teams grades, I mean, heat, I, I got, I got to give an a, um, that's a smart move. I, I think that you don't need to change. Well, you, we, don't, we don't want to give what? heat a, you don't want to give teams that fire their coach an a that's bad for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Job security. I mean, yeah, you know, come on. Security. Was, was it was it was it a firing or was oh, it? Oh come on! I mean, I'm, I'm just, I, I got 28th at Cup. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, I, I got you know, <laughs> playing the game here. Um, Revo, Revo, I I think. I think, yeah, I think you can't look past their pickups. I think they did. They lost major weight, but I think they they replaced it with some decent weight. Uh, I'm going to give them a, a B, B plus. Um, I'm anxious to see how that team works out. I'm really wanting to see how that works out. The Miami Kings, um, I, I don't really have a grade for that. Uh, new blood, I got to see it, right? I got to see what this new blood's about. Um the Harris thing is interesting to me. I'm looking forward to that back and forth between Kyle and, and Harris and see how that plays out. Uh, Seattle uprising. I think uh, I'll go ahead and say, um, I'm going to go ahead and say a sticking with what, you know, um, not making any big changes, you know, not going after anything crazy and, and 
and really trying to go after it. Let's see what it, let's see what it says. And, and paintball fit. Well, you know, I'm, I can't grade that team. They're new to the division, but I mean, if you're grading them just based off their performance, I mean, well done gentlemen, you know, a plus to your last season. Um, good luck this season. Let's, let's start with SK. SK, do you want to? But, uh, no, no, I mean, I think, I think, uh, well, paint, I, I helped paintball fit a lot, like not like a lot, but I, I, I gave them some helpful things and now they're not going to get me. So, uh, yeah, so, uh, the, yeah, the, I would, I would agree. I just think the rebel losing Henry and Steven is a really big deal. Like that, I think like they played almost every point. Like, I don't care who you replace them with like that's a big deal like and it's going to take revo to you know get that to get that continuity back it's going to take some time so i i think yeah th their coach has some stuff yeah he's got some work to do and they he i mean i just felt like even though they did pretty well like i just felt like they were a little off all last year and i don't know exactly why but I, I, you could just tell, like, there was a lot of arguing in the pit and stuff like that. And that's – I don't know what it was, but uh, you could tell that that doesn't help anything. So, yeah. Do you think Ryan Gray changes that? Do you think with Ryan Gray at the helm you're going to see that kind of arguing in the pit anymore? Well, I don't coach Houston. Either. What we, we, you're yeah, talking about Ryan, Ryan Smith? Smith. I, I, I'm sorry, uh, Ryan Smith. Sorry, Ryan. I'm all – um, Discombobulated because SK got <laughs> you're done, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it, it depends. Like, I mean, it depends on what the I mean, it's been a while since he coached them, and then it depends on if Ryan really has any desire to play anymore. If you still do, it's tough to coach. Like, you know, if you still want to play, it's really hard to coach. I know he was hurt last year, so I know uh, at least some of the time. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It depends on his mindset. Well, that's that's possible. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Shane. Well. Any well, thoughts? I yeah. I think first off, I think that fit. When you win that consistently, I don't care what level it is. When you move up to the next level, that winning mentality is going to transfer. Now, does that mean when now they're at the highest level, how far that'll transfer? We'll see. But I, you know what? I've always seen that, you know, no matter what, when you can win that consistently, you're going to give everybody all they can eat. And, um, you know, I'm glad they didn't do any major moves because I don't think they needed to. I think they need to see they've earned this, this spot. And I think they're going to do good. I think they're going to have a really good season. You know, and um, like you said, A plus, and like you said, well done, gentlemen. I mean, you know, wow. Um, Heat, you know, um, that team's a good team. They have a lot of good players. We practiced them quite a bit last year. Um, and they're dynamic. They're dynamic. They could win an event. It, it wouldn't surprise any of us if they won several events in a season with the, with the talent they have. It's just a matter of putting it together. Um the Revo thing, you know, I, the guys they picked up are all solid. Um, but um, based on my experience dealing with Omara and Henry, um, it's definitely going to hurt because they are step right into our team and are my leaders. They are the leaders of the Ironman, mm -hmm. no doubt about it. 
you know, and both are damn good players. So, I mean, thank God for me. And that's good for us. But, I mean, and it sucks for them. But, I mean, the guys they pick, did pick up are all really good players, too. So, we'll find out how that shakes out. Um, the Kings, like you said, it's kind of a, you know, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. You know, and then with Uprising, I think Shane Howell's actually – you know, I talked to Shane quite in the off season and um, I think adding Shane's going to help him. He's going to add, you know, just that, you know, veteran experience and maybe he gives him a little, cause he's come from some pretty, you know, pretty heavy hitting teams and he just came from pretty, maybe he can help him with, you know, maybe being more consistent. Cause like you did say, they do hit you with everything and the kitchen sink. So maybe, you know, help him out with it. So I think that that, that was a big pickup for them, you know? So, um, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited to see how fit does this season. I think it's going to be a uh, it's going to be interesting. I'm I'm actually uh, I'm kind of excited for them to be honest with you. To have that much success and to jump up to this level, you know, you know, I, I you don't want to discourage semi pro teams that they see that they just whooped everybody's ass last year and then get beat up up here. I, I think they're going to take some lumps. Don't get me wrong, but I also think I think they're going to do pretty good. I don't, th- I, I don't think – I don't know if you can see where I'm going to be leaning to on my picks right now because I will win this bet. I'm just letting you guys know right now. So, Ooh. yeah. Yeah. Ooh, just just saying. You guys, you guys are going to look great in Ironman swag at the event. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I think it's, uh, it's going to be interesting. How about Same. you, Ryan Smith? How about you, yeah, Ryan, Ryan Smith? Smith? How about you, Ryan <laughs> yeah. Smith? Yeah. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So I guess I'm gonna I'm oh, gonna Ryan be the asshole. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I I think he is gonna be better. I after our interview last week uh, with Ryan that aired, um, I, I'm really impressed with his plan. I think he's right on with kind of what he wants to do. Changes to the way that they were preparing for events. Um, I think Houston Heat's going to be better. Um, Revo early on uh, with some of the moves they made, I thought had a real opportunity to to be good. And I still think they have an opportunity, but I think it's going to take them longer. Um, I thought, you know, some of the changes they had made were really good. And then they lost another player. And I was like, yeah, you know, if you had him, maybe uh, we'll see. I also know that right after, uh, Omara and uh, Henry left that there were some guys shopping right away, which means, you know, maybe they don't, maybe their heart's not completely in it, but we'll see. We'll see. I do think it'll take them longer. I'll tell you my concern with the Kings. Harris Hussein has been used to being the voice kind of on every team he's been on. And he just went to a team that already has a voice and already has a leader and already has a captain um, so it'll be interesting to see how that works between the two of them and whether or not it's going to, cause it's, it's literally going to either be really good or it's going to be a total fucking disaster. Right. Like, and it, and it, when it happens, it's going to be incredibly public. I have a feeling and will happen in a pit or on a sideline. Like it's, it's going to be really bad if it happens. I hope it doesn't for, cause I really like Kyle and I really like Harris hope they can figure out a way to make that marriage work. Um, I do also like that they have narrowed their roster. They were, they also carried too many guys. I think going with eight will be really good. If all eight of those guys are 
our fit, you know, which is something Harris really needs to work on. You know, if he would lose a few pounds and, and train a little bit, I think he would be, uh, it would be better. Uprising. Somebody mentioned something about consistency. Uprising is consistent. They're just consistently losing points by one or matches by one or two points. They are very consistent. They just lose. I mean, it's like they're in a match. You think they're about to win it. There's two or three minutes left and they get a major penalty. And then they lose two points in a row, you know, right at the end of a game. You know, they like uprising is like my favorite team to be disappointed by. You know what I mean? Like every time I watch them play, I'm like, damn, they're really they're going to do this. They're going to win. And they're playing top tier teams and losing by one or two. Like they're right there. Um, So they are consistent. They just consistently make mistakes at the wrong time of a match. Right. They've got to get to a point where they can start putting some of those matches away, Um, which is, I think, if they would take a page out of Infamous's playbook and start developing that uh, slightly slower, more controlled, more methodical game, they would be much more dangerous. I agree with pretty much everything you guys have said about paintball fit. And most importantly, I think this is a great bracket. Somebody mentioned earlier about this being a great bracket for them. Mike, I I agree 100%. I think this is a bracket that paintball fit could come out of this thing um, and and really surprise, especially if Baltimore Revo doesn't have it together yet. ML King stumbled just a bit. I think paintball fit has a real opportunity in this pool. I think they could do really well if they will continue to be themselves, understand how good they are in the first 15 to 30 seconds of a game, get their one or two kills, be very controlled, take a deep breath. Don't let the game, uh, the moment of being on the pro field all the time. I know they've done it and they've been there. Um, I do also want to say this about semi-pro. We talked a lot last year about how competitive semi-pro was going to be. And then paintball fit and blast camp showed us it really wasn't. Right. So, right. We're going to get to see this year. um, Was the bracket completely diluted through the middle? Because I think it might have been. And this may be the least competitive semi-pro year we've ever seen where the teams are not very good. Does that make sense? Like it's going to look good because they're all going to be pretty close, but maybe they're pretty close down here. Right. It's not really close up here where they're all playing in this really like when uh, the hurricanes came out. You had four really good teams playing that year in semi-pro. Those teams went to battle. Last year, that didn't end up happening, right? So Paintball Fit did lose two games, two matches last year, one at World Cup to the Newbies, and then another one, I think, uh, uh, MAO maybe. But what that tells me as somebody who watches the game a lot is there just weren't any other good teams, right? Like I do think they were better than everybody else, but are they that much better than everybody else? I don't know. We're going to find out. Right. But I do think if paintball fit does what they do and, and, you know, we have an opportunity to, to work out with them a lot. Uh, we practice at paintball fit against paintball fit quite a bit. They're good. Like there's, they're, they're real. Um, they do have a tendency sometimes to allow their motions to get a little too big and they kind of tear each other to pieces a little bit. If they do that shit, the tournament's going to end early, right? It's just going to happen. But if they'll keep their composure, take, you know, understand like a couple of points aren't a big deal and they're going to lose points, right? You're not going to, they beat a lot of teams last year in mercy rule fashion. That shit, that's not going to happen. It's just not right. So if they can, 
if they can maintain composure and and kind of just be in the moment, I think that they're gonna they're gonna be really good. They're gonna be really good um, at the first event. I do think um, they're they're gonna end up somewhere in in that. 10 to 14 area, which again is not a slap in the face for a freshman pro team to come in and be in that 10 to 14 area. I think that's a great compliment, which is what I'm trying to give them. But um, I think your grades are, are good. I think uh, you're right on. Thank you. Excellent. All right, SK, you want to talk about <laughs> D? Yeah. So impact, I'm going to give a D. So this is two years <laughs> okay. in a row. Now they've taken one of my favorite players. Like that's <laughs> this is ridiculous. And they are solely responsible for breaking up level because they took Mikey and then I took Danny. So then level's gone. That is your fault, Impact. Just keep that. That's a hundred percent your fault. I but I do think that them losing Matt is a huge deal. And realistically, they lost Axel too. So yeah. Uh, I think those two are a huge deal. And I'll, I do think Mikey will help them a lot. But losing those two, especially Matt, because they didn't really replace him at all, uh, is going to really hurt them a lot. But at the same time, they did slowly improve as the year went on. And Dalton was hurt for some of the year, t too. So, uh, yeah, I just think, I don't know. I just, I don't think they really improved the team at all. And for a team where they should be at, I don't, I don't think they've improved at all. So, realistically, I'll probably give them like a C because I don't. Th I think they got worse. Uh, NYX, uh, I'd probably give losing Corey is a huge deal because um, Corey's really, really good and and one of their five guys that played like almost every point. Like, like if the, the stats page, Corey played the most of, I think, anyone in the league. Is that right? So, and, I mean, he had a really good win percentage, and, like, he can play uh, multiple spots, too. I was. <laughs> I did make myself look good because I coach a team in Europe called Breakout, and we picked up Patrick Kraft. And the, uh, Axel, the co the owner of Breakout, was like, who is Patrick Kraft? And then this came out two days later, and I was like, look. So <laughs> that, that really helped, I think. And um, I really do think CJ is awesome. And so is – and Josh played way better than I've ever seen him play last year. So I think those three, like that, that alone, and it'll give some of their other guys a little bit more time to, you know, play and picking up Thomas – will help with some depth too. But, um, and I really think Dan and Rich have done a really good job improving that team the last three years. So I guess I would, I would give them a B for letting Corey go, but they did pick up Thomas and didn't really change much else. Uh, aftermath. Um, I don't know. Like I, I hate this team because I really like this team. I like everyone on this team and they drive me insane because they are good players and they screw up at the wrong times. They're just like Ryan was talking about uprising. They screw up at the wrong time constantly. Um, they did lose one of the guys from breakout at world cup, but Ethan didn't play that event either. So, and he's coming back. So the one thing I do like is they all play all the time. 
all together because they're all pretty local to Southern California. So they play, they're always there. Whenever I go to that field, they're there. So, I mean, they are ahead of schedule on that. And I wouldn't be surprised if a team like that does really well the first event because mm-hmm. they're some of these cold weather places like are just behind. And the fact that a lot of teams changed over rosters a ton. Uh, so, and they didn't really make a change. So I'll just, uh, I guess a B. Uh, I think they should have, uh, yeah, that's about it. Bears, I really don't know those guys at all. So I do know they did well at the World Cup fake tournament, but I don't know <laughs> other than that. So, uh, I mean, they won. I don't. Did they win money or only the winner won money? I don't. I don't know. So only the winner. Only the winner. Oh, well, that, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I honestly don't know what to say about that team. Aftershock is a totally different story. A lot of people were like, oh, it's the 2020 Ironman and they won. Well, that was four years ago. So I don't think that matters very much. I mean, yeah, sure, some of them have played together. But honestly, it's about like, uh, you know, I do like some of the people they picked up. Like they picked up Corwin, who is awesome and uh, is uh, was hurt last year. And I didn't even know he was going to play this year. But um so I think that's that that should be really helpful. Um, and, I mean, they they have the right kind of pieces. I just – Todd putting all those together that fast is going to be difficult. But, I mean, I think it's possible. I mean, the opportunity is there. So, I mean, from a team that had nothing, I would give them an A because they literally had nothing. <laughs> so, so uh, a month ago, they didn't have anyone on their team, so I think they did really well. So <laughs> – <laughs> but that's that that's about it for for me i think um yeah okay. all right well done well done yeah yeah sk given impact a, a f minus for taking that <laughs> oh yes yeah yep. okay i i should give them like a triple f minus because they've been taking players from us for the past three decades oh, I mean, get, yeah, oh okay. exactly yeah <laughs> right yeah, i heard we yeah. were gonna have nike on top of hertz but because of impact we don't now yeah yeah probably <laughs> yeah. yeah there you go it was very impactful yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i'll go i'll go i'll jump okay. in on this you know um Impact is, is an interesting one. I think that they uh, they definitely played better as the year progressed. Um, but like you, losing Matt's a big loss. He won a lot of points last year. So how do they fill that void? And I think that's a kind of a wait and see for them. And I know I talked to uh, Brandon Cornell, and he's they seemed really focused and determined to you know make up for some of the you know mistakes they felt they made last year and and have a good season ahead of him. So, you know, and he was really, you know, he's hungry. So, and Brandon's a good player. So I, but you know, they're, they're going to be a good team. I, I, I really feel they're going to be a good team, but I, you know, it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. You know, I mean, a great ad for X factor. And, and it, that was a big hit. That was definitely a big hit because the dude shoots people and wins points. Um, NYX, you know, they had a great year last year and um, great coaching gives add stability all they they seem like a pretty tight knit group you know they you watch them in the pits and they they all seem to get along and you know um they have my boy jerry caro on there so i'm always going to root for him you know uh, unless i'm playing against him so i 
I think they're going to have a good season. I think they're going to build off what they just did last year. I, I really feel that they'll be a force just like they were last year. And, you know, would it surprise us if we saw them in a final? You know, you're like, well, yeah, that's kind of the progress that they've been going. You know, I mean, it's tough. I mean, we all, as we all know, you know, we're just everyone, all of us are just trying to find a way to beat you guys, SK. So, you know, it's, you know, one way or another, it's, they're all coming for you, which you know. But um, aftermath, like you said, they play every weekend together. They're definitely ahead of the curve. Um, it'd be really nice if they stopped kicking us off their property and ban us for life. But, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, it is what it is, you know. But the good, honestly, the, 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 the team as a whole, they're very solid. They're a really good team, and they, they work really hard. Um, yeah. You know, so, um, yeah, I mean, as far as that goes, the Bears made a lot of changes. They're kind of like in the same boat we are, you know, a, a wait and see and see how it all shakes out, you know, the way I look at it. And then Aftershock, I mean, wow. You know, they got to – they – I feel they have more moves than me. But, I mean, in all honesty, we're very similar. But they uh, – you know, and if anyone's going to put it together, you know, you got the two the two-headed dragon of the two Todds. They've oh. been there. They know how to do it. They know how to make it happen. You know, Todd Adamson's a, he's contagious, man. He's, a, you know, he's gonna, he's gonna will guys to, to win, you know, and that's just who he is, who he is as a, as a person and who he is as a paintball guy. And, you know, when it's, it surprised me if their learning curve is really quick, you know, I mean, they have a lot of, you know, a lot of changes and a lot of, you know, but I definitely, or not changes, but a lot of ads, you know, um, and I think them taking clay from me really pisses me off, by the way. Um, I think Clay's going to have a really good season this year, and I think that's going to help him. You know, I think that was a really good ad for them. You know, that a lot of – you know, everyone's talking about all the big names and the guys that won in Vegas, but I think um, under-the-radar move, which really hurt us, I'll be honest, and it's going to really help him because I think Clay Hughes is going to have a really good year. So I give them an F-minus for that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but um, – yeah, no, I think it's going to be – that's going to be an interesting bracket there, you know, looking at it and seeing how, you know, those, those bottom two teams had a lot of changes, but they could definitely put a hurt on some teams. And aftermath is always going to be in a fight, you know, because they're so, they work hard. They really work hard. So, you know, that's kind of, that's where I see that bracket, you know, a lot of F minuses in that bracket, getting kicked out by the owner. I, I give them an F minus because they were mean to me and my crew. And I give Aftershock <laughs> an F minus for taking my player, who I really like as a person, not just as a player. And NYX, who has Jerry Caro, who will always be my brother. How's that? You know, <laughs> I'm a little biased on these picks on this one. Yeah. You know, so what do you think there, Bianca? No, I think that's legitimate. And, and I agree with both of you regarding, um, regarding impact. Right. I, I, did they get better? I don't know. I know they didn't. I wouldn't say they got worse, but I will say that I, I agree with all of you. Matt Jackson is the quintessential anchor. Okay. He's one of those guys that he's a glue, right? He's, he's a gunfighter. He's a, he's a leader. He's a bully. He's a lot of things that you need to have on the team. And he filled that role very well for impact. So, yeah, I think that's a big hit. I, I, yeah. See, for me on that. Um, and of course they've got guys like, like Zupa and Brandon Cornell. And I, you know, I think Zupa is one of the more underrated players in the league. Um, I think we might see a breakout year for him. He had a great one last year. If you really look at the context of things, 
but you know, you can't, again, that, that roster is full of, of great players. So, um, NYX, God love them. I, NYX and, and the hurricanes have kind of got this, you know, this friendly, you know, competition. I wouldn't call it a rivalry, but we really do appreciate each other. We've, uh, we've grown from each other and talked a lot. What I like about those guys is they've got this chip on the shoulder. They play with this chip on their shoulder, but it's, but it's a focused chip on there. It's not just random aggression, craziness. Uh, like you guys have said, Rich and Dan have refocused those guys. They have a tremendous work ethic. Um, they, they want it. They're hungry. And I, and that makes them dangerous because if they're all firing on all on cylinders, they're, they're a powerful team. And I love Jerry too. So, um, and I agree with all of you. I think Pat Kraft and a lot of those guys losing Corey hurts, but I don't think it cripples them. It doesn't cripple them much at all. Might give them a little limp in the first event or two, but other than that, I, I think they'll be full stride here uh, very soon. Aftermath. I keep hearing, you know, I know, I know Steve, I know Steve in there. Uh, uh, is it Mazurek? Um, Mazurek. Mazurek. He's a, he's a good guy. Um, I know they're a hardworking team. I keep hearing that they play all the time and that has to account for something. And we saw them surprise a lot of people here at the end of the season. So can they carry that on? Can they keep that, that momentum going? It's a good question. I think, I think SK, you make a good point. You say uh, like uprising, they have a tendency to pull out their gun and shoot themselves in the foot. Um, but I, you know, I'm rooting for them. I always, I love that underdog. Um, so I, I hope that, I hope they, you know, we see something. Um, the bears, they added, I happen to know one of the, their ads very well played with and coached him. Um, Evan manners, a uh, great, powerful gun, powerful gun. Uh, will it be enough? I don't know. I don't like you guys. I don't know enough about the team. I know they did lose two really strong players. Um, well, three technically now, I guess, if you think about it. So, and who they replaced them with. Um, my apologies. I don't, I don't know them that well. Uh, I think it's going to be a tough road for the Bears. But man, you never know, right? You never know. There's always a puncher's chance. And I really like y'all's y'all's thought process on aftershock, right? Everyone says it's the 2020, you know, but that was four years ago. And that's such a great point. The, the advantage here is all these guys, you've got a tremendous talent pool. And the advantage I think they have is the two Todd's. If, if yep. Todd Martinez at the coaching level, Todd Adamson at the ownership level if those two can come together and really rile those i mean bring them in and and shorten that time frame of glue you know drying the glue who knows you know it, it could be it could be an incredible story uh but I'm, i i don't know until we see it i don't know so but um yeah i'd have to give them a an a plus for even existing so congratulations <laughs> to uh after shock for coming back from from the dead and and looking looking pretty strong on paper. Ryan? Man, you guys are so much nicer than I am. <laughs> wow. I gave him an F minus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it was a joke. Uh, I you know, I I agree with everything you guys have said about impact. Um I don't think they got better because I you know I kind of mentioned this with Matt going to X Factor I think Matt is just incredibly solid he's and not just in the way that he plays but in the way that he thinks about the game and and the help he is 
to and he will be to Ryan Brand and the help he was uh, with impact when it comes to setting up the field and critical things that happen uh, during the game and watching him uh, direct traffic. I mean, he's just um, I, I think guys like that, you can't really replace them. Uh, it just they, there's just so few of them that exist. Um, so I, I would agree on impact. I don't know that they got any better. I'm not sure they got worse. We'll see. I do. There is a big question mark on who's going to play that role. Like he, the three guys that played the most of the points were Matt Jackson, Nick Laval, and Brandon Cornell. So he was obviously one of those anchor guys who played a ton of, a ton of points. So who's going to replace that with who either who they picked up or who's currently on the roster I don't see that person on the roster. I do like that uh, Tyler Peniel kid. I think he's yes. had a lot of opportunity. He played really well yep. at World Cup. Um, yep. He he could be, you know, somebody who takes over someone else who's been a one. If Dalton is completely healthy, I don't see him playing over Dalton, but we'll see, right? Um, extreme. I, I mean – Corey was big in, in a lot of the matches that uh, Extreme won. Corey or was even in on Sunday. Corey was a big part of that. I do think Josh Taylor and some of those guys have opportunity here to to cover up some of that loss. But kind of the same thing with Matt. Like you don't really. It's really almost impossible to replace what a guy like Corey does. It's just really tough. He plays everywhere on the field. You know, in Chicago, we saw him playing the two on the snake side, uh, you know, out in that can, plays up the middle at World Cup. He's out on the Dorito side in, in Philly. Like, he, he, I mean, he played everywhere, right? It's hard to replace a guy like that. Um, I, don't, I don't know that – I think the attitude that Thomas Taylor brings is huge. Um, you know, he's been – he's won a lot of events. I do think that will be helpful – I don't know from a player perspective how much he'll be able to be helpful. We'll see. I, I still think he's a very solid player. Um, but when I look at the guys who are still on that roster, I just don't know whose spot he takes. Does that make sense? Like I don't see yeah. him. Yeah. Um, aftermath. Uh, I, I was really impressed with what aftermath did last year. I mean, they're basically on a full rebuild. Um, you know, they struggled like they're supposed to. And I think that the mistakes that we saw last year, we're also mistakes they're supposed to make as, as a completely rebuilt group, right? Like, you know, the, if the expectation was that they were going to completely rebuild and be, you know, in the top eight, that's probably unrealistic, right? I thought the mistakes that they made were reasonable. They're mistakes they are supposed to make. I I have high hopes for Aftermath this year. I think they're going to be good. Um, you know, it was, it, I'm glad, you know, Grayson and all the guys stuck together. I think he's a good leader on that team, and I think they're – they're hardworking enough and inquisitive enough. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, like Grayson texts me a lot, uh, asks me a lot of questions about things that I'm having my guys doing, uh, do, and he's implemented some of them. You guys were talking about Cody Mikowski earlier and talking about him being sticky. He calls every player on the team every week. He calls every single player every week. I implemented into my group at the very beginning of the year, hey, you got to call three guys every week. Three guys. Um, that's something that Aftermath has started doing. Um, so I, I, I have high hopes for Aftermath. Uh, the Bears, in my opinion, the Bears NRG thing, you take two struggling teams to, to kind of take um, 
Joey Blute's idea of them, I totally agree with. You take two struggling teams, you put them together, you got one struggling team, right? Uh, they did lose their, in my opinion, their two best players, um, you know, with Frank going uh, to Rebo and then, oh, the young man who went down to uh, um, semi-pro and took Ivan Gonzalez with him, you know, like they lost – some really good players. And I don't think, and they didn't replace them with the guys that they picked up. You know, they pick up John Atkins from uh, a team um, and Evan, who kind of both play the same role. Uh, they didn't, they didn't fix either one of the two giant holes that were left by the two guys that, um, that went away from the team. So I think the bears are really going to struggle. I would, you know, my grade for them is a D for their off season. Um, and then aftershock, and I would give Aftershock a C. And the reason I would give them a C is because I, number one, I think they picked up too many players. And number two, okay. I think they picked up a lot of players who are used to being the guy on the team they play on. So when you take 10 people who used to be the guy on the team they played on, and now you're going to get a third of the spins you got before, I see there's probably going to be some issues there. Um, not to mention the fact that they've hyped the shit out of what the brand is and those kind of things. There's going to be a ton of pressure there, a ton. Um, I think they would have been better off going with a little bit skinnier roster, building a good core, and then maybe adding a couple of guys either through the season or in the off season next year. But um, I could be totally wrong, but this is what I see, right? I think after shock, I would give a C. I think it's great for Todd. I think he'll do really well in that environment, but it's a lot of personalities to deal with. And, and again, if you've got guys who are used to being the dude and they're no longer the dude and potentially not getting to play very much, that, that can create some chaos in your pit at the hotel, you know, shit, Shane, you just dealt with this last year. You know, you got 12 guys on your roster and um, basically means you got four dudes sitting on the sidelines every point or every match, you know, that don't ever get an opportunity to get on the field. And that creates problems, it creates problems. Yeah. So I do think the two Todds are, are really good leaders and we'll figure it out. And I also don't think they're afraid to cut guys if shit becomes a problem. So um, I do know that they, uh, so last weekend, they're a paintball fit with us and with, um, with paintball fit. And they're playing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then going to Vegas I think Thursday of the field layout and staying the entire time and playing the whole week. So they're trying to make up for all the lost time. So we'll see, maybe they can get it together really quickly, but I do think there will be some issues there with the number of guys they picked up and some of the personalities they picked up. So hmm. you guys ready to do some picks? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Who wants to go first? What are, what are we picking exactly? So we'll pick <laughs> <laughs> the winners of the bracket and then two wild okay. cards. Two wild total? Total. total? Okay, gotcha. Okay. Yep. So two, uh, two, the winner and the second place in each bracket. Okay. And then two wild card teams. Damn. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got I to gotta, I gotta think about this. Let's do this. You're up. You're up. You're up, Smith. 
<laughs> you know I'm not like you know I'm not gonna uh, let you off on that one. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna pick uh, bracket A. I'm picking Dynasty and Diesel. Uh, bracket B. I'm picking Damage and the Hurricanes. In bracket C, I'm picking Heat and Fit. Oh, damn it. Wow. Damn it. (laughs) And in bracket D, I'm picking Impact and Extreme. And my wild cards are Infamous and Shock. Wow. Okay. Not because I don't love you, Shane. <laughs> oh no, no, I bro, shit. We have a lot of work to. We have a lot to prove to ourselves and to everybody else before I, I think anybody should pick us. So, come on. All right, I'll go. I'll go. So bracket A, I'm going to go Dynasty and X Factor, and I'm not doing my bracket, right? Yep. Yeah. I'm doing my bracket. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, all right, I'm going damage and Ironman. Uh, C, I'll go heat and fit. You took my fit pick. I don't like that. And D, I'm going to go impact and NYX. My wild cards is going to be AC and the Canes. Okay. Mm. Mm. That's tough. All right. That's tough. Yeah. All right, Kevin. Okay. Uh, and A, I'll pick Dynasty and Diesel. Uh, B would be Damage and Infamous. C would be Heat. And this is where I have the hardest problem is this this next team. Hang on one sec. I'm trying to okay. keep up. <laughs> You've got, <laughs> you got Dynasty and Diesel, Damage and Infamous, Heat. Yeah, heat. And then... I'm going to say ML Kings or whatever they're called now. King. Kings. Yeah, Kings. Yeah, good, there we go. Good, good pick. They were on my radar also. Good pick. Good pick. All right. So you pick Dynasty Diesel. Yep. And then Damage who? Infamous. Okay. And then I'll pick Heat and Kings. And then I will pick. Wait, are we doing this in the order of their, or just getting out? First, yeah, like, just, just first. Doesn't matter out. which order. Oh, okay. okay. Nope. So, so impact and extreme. And your wild cards. Wild cards. Uh, X Factor and aftermath. Sorry, Mike. No, it doesn't 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 bother uh, me at all. No, I like Nick a lot, though you know that. So, I know. I, I it, yeah. it does not hurt my feelings, Kevin. It is. I know. Perfectly fine. <laughs> I told him as soon as you win him MVP, he, he could, you can be his favorite coach. But until then, it's got to be me. All right, that's fair <laughs> enough. These are the things. And the win, you got to get a win too. Yeah, so. we got to do that too. That whole winning thing's kind yeah. of fun and cool. Um, Mike. 
All right. Well, I'm like the rest of y'all. I've got Dynasty, and I keep going back and forth between Diesel and X Factor. Um, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Diesel. Um, obviously, damaging canes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buck the system here. I'm gonna go Heat and Revo. Uh, like you guys, I have impact and extreme. Now I'm going to go ahead and put my wallet cards. See, uh, wow. I'm going to go ahead and say X factor and aftershock. The wild cards are going to win this whole deal. I got a feeling. Yeah. Yeah, because the middle is going to be so different this year. Yeah. Okay. I, I almost Shane, I almost put you in the wild card there. I I wouldn't have. <laughs> Not yet. Wait, let us. I want Yeah. Let us earn it, brother. Well, no, I wanted to put you in the. Hey, then you say I should have taken them. I should have taken them. You know what I mean? Hey, I'm I'm good being the underdog because we deserve to be an underdog right now. Until we earn it, until we earn it, then we you know then we go from there, right? I it was it was between you and aftershock and and I and again that between diesel and and X Factor those those are my two toughest decisions. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, we, well, I was the only one that took X Factor over Diesel, and then I did. I already had Diesel as my, was my first wild card. I mean, that's kind of a no brainer. Well, I chose the way I did because I do think it's going to be really hard for a wild card team to come out of that first pool. Yeah, no, I, that could be possible. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be tough. Yeah, it's good be teams really always find a way to win. Though, man. That's the way I look at it. So, yeah, but I know. And I probably, I, I know probably should have taken. Aftermath is my wild card team because I do think there's an opportunity everybody's going to beat up on the Bears a little bit. Yeah. I won't take. I won't be. So that's going to help the margin. I won't be taking aftermath all year. Just right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> and I Good like those know. guys. I really like those guys. Right? Yeah. But I won't be. They 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 were not very friendly to us. So you know, I'm a. I am a. I got a little bit bias on my decision making. So. You know, and all and all fun. You know, you know, yeah, even, I, though the, even though the Canes threw a dead raccoon on our hood in in you know in New Orleans. Oh wait, no, we did that. So no, you no. did that. Yeah, we, <laughs> we had to scare away all the mosquitoes. So where are you guys going to be for layout weekend, so the fans can potentially come and check you out? Well, we're playing in Vegas against Aftershock uh, on the layout. And then on Thursday, we're playing against Dynasty and NYX, you know, and that's where we'll be. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, we're, we're playing. Oh, we're playing up in Sacramento and we're playing Impact. And I think we're playing another team, but I can't remember who it is right now. <laughs> Infamous. Uh, oh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I mean, when you're dynasty, it doesn't really matter. No, I don't you know, I don't you know, I don't do the practices. So I yeah, I don't know. I know. That's why I said we're playing you on Thursday. You probably didn't even know that. I yeah, I didn't know. It doesn't yeah. matter to me. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, we'll, uh, we'll be at we'll be at LA Extreme in, in Slide Elk because you know that's what we do. 
and we'll be with the Kings. And okay. then uh, we'll be practicing Diesel uh, on Thursday. Nice. We're going nice. to be in uh, Florida playing the uh, Tampa Bay Damage and New York Wrecking Crew. Okay. And then we, we play Aftermath on Thursday at noon. And then we play the Hurricanes at 2 o'clock. I will be there watching at 2 o'clock. No, by the way, playing, and we're playing we're literally level, just doing breakouts. Yeah, I know. I know what you guys do. Yeah, but so. you're welcome to come watch those so we can teach yeah. you guys all the shots. Yeah, no, for sure. Well, you you might need to teach me more than that. So, you know, I mean, <laughs> you know, the Ryan Gray guy would have definitely taught me a lot. But I don't know about the Ryan Smith guy, you know, you that's know, he, yeah. you know, he, infil- he infiltrated our, our, our show here today. So, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Ryan Smith, 28th out of 24 teams. It's just. <laughs> yeah. Poor Michael. Come on. It's, it's oh, dude, I love it. On, hey, I love it. I love it. That's for sure. That's so I want to ask you guys one more question. Like who, if you could pick a team this year to be a dark horse, who would it be? Shane, let's start with you. Well, I want to pick us, of course, but I, if okay. you're going to, okay, but I'm, I'm going to go. I mean, that's too obvious. Um, if I was going to go with one that's outside and you're saying dollar course, and I mean, shots just had so much love thrown at them. And, you know, and I think that they're going to be really good. Hmm. I'm looking at the list right now. Um, a dark horse, huh? Like, are we talking, are we talking out of the top 10? Are you talking like bottom 10, yep. Brian? Well, okay. just a team that you think that like, as um, I mean, we're, peers right so a team that like we wouldn't normally talk about as being somebody who has an opportunity to be again i think the top three are going to be the top three pretty consistently all year you know what i mean but like we talked about with ryan smith i do think you'll see four through ten are going to be pretty mixed up a lot yeah because i do think the middle is going to be better this year so and certainly more competitive with one another if that makes sense. So who do you see like breaking into that, that maybe hasn't in the past? Who, who's the Canes of this season is what you're trying to say, right? Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, right. I mean, realistically, yes. you know, yes. I mean, I, I think the low hanging fruit would be aftershock, you know, yep. brand new team, all the, you know, all those, you know, all those veteran players come in. Yeah. You know, and honestly, that's just for me saying that because of Todd, you know, honestly, yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, Adamson's just, he's a force, man. He's a force to be reckoned with. So I, I, w- I would go yeah. to Aftershock, you know, because they're the, they're the new kids on the block. But I obviously also, it would not surprise me if it does really well this year too. I just, I, I, you know, and honestly, I don't know much about them. I just know that winning's contagious and they know how to win. Yeah. That's, that, that's the only, my basis on it. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So are we talking for the whole year or just like the first event? No, I'm talking about for the whole year. Does Red Legion count? Or are they sure. too high? Yeah, no, yeah. they were no that they I just think they're gonna start a little slow, but I think they're gonna end up where they should be. Darn yeah. USK. That's that's <laughs> oh. what I was gonna go with. Well, I, okay. <laughs> I, I was I'm I'm looking at that going yeah you can pick the same team we can both I be right know, but it's I okay just, I, you're such a foil <laughs> you're just such a foil um, uh, no I other uh, options 
No, I think I think Legion is that. I, you know, I think you're right. I think they may start out slow. They may not. We don't know. I mean, the beauty of it is they're they're in a bracket that if they come out of it, yeah, wow, <laughs> you know. So, um, we're all gonna look. Do they have? Cool. Do they have the same coach? Yep. Yep. Are you, you sure? I've seen him yeah. on video. Yeah, oh, is still... Max coming back or who's Max coaching? I have no idea. Okay. All right. I'm not sure. That's why I, I wanted to ask because I, I don't know. So Alex is still, it's Alex, right? Yeah, the, the guy with the beard. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. The beard. Yeah. The Miami yeah. Vice. Mine's yeah. Aftermath. They're going to be okay. my best work. Yeah. Yeah. Good choice. I got a good feeling about those kids. Obviously, okay. I I think it'll be AC Diesel, but we'll see. I, we still got a little work to do. So, all right, men. Well, good luck to all of you, uh, except for Skinny Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. You don't need any luck when you have that kind of roster. Yeah. Yeah, they create Let's their see. own luck. They create their own luck. Damn it! You know, right. I would say good luck to the Canes, but I, you know, I guess we have to see you. You can't thing. do that. Yeah, yeah. No. I, I got to see you yeah. right off the rip, little brother. We We're go. the first match, yeah. brother. Yeah, I love it. I love are you it. really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like okay. that's exciting. Oh, of course yeah. we are. You know, so that's exciting. Yeah, I was scouting them. I had five cameras set up around the field watching them this. Week. Yeah, they kept trying to give us this yeah. thing, like, hey. Guy wants yeah. us to have more content. Yeah. Don't worry, we're not filming you. <laughs> yeah. And then they're right. like, and then we were gonna do a drill, and they're like, Don't worry, we're not really telling them what's happening. It's just the color. And I'm like, hey, the color was a good day. The color was no, actually good the drill. color thing was very cool. It was great. But, um, okay, you gotta you gotta elaborate on the color thing. Right. Okay. So yeah. one of their things that they were testing to make sure that when they're playing a point is they'll introduce a color at the beginning of the point, right before the breakout. So they might yell, it has to go to everybody. and it has to go to yeah. everybody at the end of the point. You have to say both sides of this field have to know what, what color it was. And uh, yeah. I thought that was really cool. It was and fun. Of course, I'm sitting there going, yeah, right. It's a, it's a code. It's a code for where my guys are. You know. <laughs> the problem is, is that Scotty, the little Canadian, uh, says green. And one of our bunker codes is queen. So our guy went in bunker to ghost. Because he thought he heard queen, but it was actually you're saying green. So my favorite use... part was they're like, "What color was it?" And he goes, "It was queen." And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, queen exactly. Queen of color." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we are not the sharpest knives in the drawer. That is for sure. <laughs> Feeling more more solid about my picks every day. <laughs> every moment that goes uh, by. There you no, go. I, there you go. Okay. No, you guys will. Uh, I think by mid-year, um, Shane, you guys will look different. I, I we're excited, bro. Okay. We're excited, yeah. honestly, and it's a good group. Yeah. I'm excited. So, you know, big progress this past weekend, and um, we got our work cut out for us. So, you know, we shall see. Well, let's not bore the audience with our nonsense any longer, yeah. and uh, <laughs> we'll close this thing out. If you guys want to hang out in the green room for a second, we'll uh, love to say uh, good night. But uh, or good day, Mike, and I'll close this thing out. Take us uh, about two seconds, and then we'll be right with you. All right. Now that was fun, right? 
that was, was fun. fun. And uh, yeah, and it was I nice to it. talk about things that were real, right? That's right. That's right. And, nice and to well, talk about things that were real. And real, real yet. <laughs> There's a couple. Well, of they're real, real picks there. for real picks for a real tournament. That's right. That's right. So, so can't wait for this layout drop tomorrow. Uh, don't forget to tune into the live feed tomorrow um, with Shane uh, with uh, Ryan Smith and I that are gonna. <laughs> You'll actually uh, remember be on your own for that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that I'll be the new, in new York with? I'll be. You'll be in New York. I'll be in New York with my wife, and uh, so you'll be doing that virtual field walk on your own. Oh, well, I might yeah. suddenly get sick. I don't know. Yeah, that so, can happen. So yeah, tomorrow, <laughs> seven p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, Mike is going to go live on. Uh, Major League Paintball's YouTube, uh, both Instagram and Facebook, uh, doing a virtual field walk. Uh, he'll do about 30 minutes virtual field walk, and then there'll be some space at the end, about 15 minutes. Or if he wants to stay a little longer, he can, but he will have a team meeting right after, so he doesn't have a ton of time. Uh, and then on the next Tuesday, we will be going live again at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, where we will talk about practice and some things that we saw. And then we'll try to also give you guys some resources as you're going into Las Vegas uh, for some tracking. And um, we'll give you some resources to help you better track your team and the other teams uh, as you play the event. Um, and then March the 12th, we are going to have a event recap where we're going to pull in the final match uh we're going to break that thing down with one of the coaches so that's going to be uh super exciting and again the real content that we really want to dig into with you guys uh also march the 11th mike and i are doing a free free introduction to coaching class uh at the summit it's going to be at noon on monday march 11th so if you go to the nxl um breakout round table. As soon as that's over, you can come see us and it may not be over yet, but you can still come see us. It's going to be free. You don't have to sign up. You can just show up. What else? Yes. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, it's, it's awesome that, you know, we've got Hertz rental car, caffeine TV. Um, we're just really excited about that, but I did want to throw another big thank you out to Alex and Jake and all the work you guys do for this show. Thank you. And, uh, and thank you to our, our guests, uh, Shane and, uh, and Kevin. We really enjoyed having them, and uh, we're going to do more of this. Yeah, man, we'll be doing this pick show before each event uh, with these coaches and keep track. Uh, yeah, it should be a fun year. Really excited. So glad Vegas is right around the corner, man. Yeah. So, again, thank you to Major League Paintball, Tom Cole, Kevin Fillers, and Jake Jones for all you do for paintball and for the coaches' show. As always, be responsible. Discipline. Selfish. No joke. We're legitimate. Yeah. If fucking do this, then do it. Do it 100%, because I'm trying to. We recognize that we are limitless. You gotta be a champion to become a champion, right? Winning is a habit because we create habits that lead to good execution and success.